welcome back to another episode of In Depth. My name is Luke Hardecker and I'm a surf coach at Ombi. If you're new to Ombi, we take a look at surfing from the perspective of ocean, mind, body and equipment. And this podcast is all about straight to the point tips, things that you can take away and try and implement into your surfing or ways that you can change the way you view things. Very quickly, following on from last week's episode about overthinking it, if you have to think about something quite a lot, you're overthinking it. I just wanted to add this in because a couple of people are a bit confused and it's like, oh, but you tell me to work on one thing. It's like thinking of your back foot is overthinking your stance. You just want the back foot to be comfortable, find its place, do its thing. Like you want to focus on your stance. That's one thing. Make your stance more efficient, more comfortable. That's how that works. So it's, it's simplifying. It's thinking about the system as a whole rather than one part of it. And when you focus on one thing, like passing the copy cup, you're making that whole system better. So it's a fine line. It can be really difficult. And a lot of these podcasts and everything else, it's finding the right context that they're put into for your surfing and where you're at, that this is a lot of information that some of it may not be for where you are right now, or it may be exactly what you're going through. And it's, you need to pick and choose what the environment is, where you're at, what's going on, and apply the right training to suit so that you can actually succeed. So sometimes you need to forget training. Sometimes you need to focus on training. Sometimes you need to kick up the bum to do what you need to do. So long intro, just felt like putting that out there. I just thought people need to just see what's applicable to them and how it fits in with their surfing. So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. This is fresh from an experience with me and Clay that we had surfing at Corumbinale the other week. So yeah, this, this was us. So if you sit out there thinking, man, I just sometimes things don't click and I struggle and I hate this and blah, blah, blah. Like we all go through it and it doesn't matter who you are. We all do this. So as always, I want to start with some questions to get you thinking, try and relate this to yourself. Cause that's again, that intro I just said, it's all about how does this tie back to where you are and what you're doing? So do you ever feel like you're going to go for a surf? The waves are pumping. The conditions are just right. And you think to yourself, yes, I'm going to rip. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And you come out of the surf and it was absolute crap. Think about that. We've all gone through it. It's happened to us. And what if we flip that? And when the surf is rubbish and sometimes we come out from a surf and think, hell yeah, that was sick. And we have this experience where we expected nothing and we got such a high, we thought it was going to be rubbish, blah, blah, blah. So this has everything to do with your expectations and how we set them before we even enter the water. Super important. So if we set the wrong expectations, we can set ourselves up to complete failure. So another way of thinking this is you need to set yourself up for success or failure before you've even started. If your expectations are sky high, you're not gonna meet them. If they're really low, you can either meet them or better them. That becomes really exciting. That sounds so much more fun than being like, I'm gonna rip and unless I rip, I'm not coming away happy from that surf. So we're putting pressure and stress on ourselves already. So it's not trying to be pessimistic or realistic. It's more about putting ourselves into the right mind state 
so that when we surf, we can enjoy it. We can be present. We're not focusing on this or that. And it takes away all the outside forces and just says, be present. Like, do what you can rather than I have to do this. To give you examples of this, there's really three ways we can set bad expectations that are going to affect our surfing negatively. And it's really about the conditions of the surf, the surfboard we're riding and how we expect it to perform while riding a wave, and ourselves and how we expect ourselves to perform in the surf. That's it. Now, the conditions we surf, we have no control over. Our board, we can choose the right board for the right job, right tool, right job. And then ourselves. So some of these are controllable and some of them are not. So all three of these we can own. We can control our response to the conditions, but we can't control it. But most surfers are just going to let it rampant and just first instincts respond. Ah, it's too big, I'm going to have a shit surf. Ah, it's too small, I'm going to have a crap surf. It's just how do we set ourselves up for success? So conditions and our expectations is probably one of the biggest ones because it's an outside influence that sometimes we can't control. It becomes social. There's so many different things for it. But when the surf forecast says it's going to be all time or our friends say it and we get there and it's crap, I almost don't want to know what someone else thinks of it. Same with a friend, same with forecasting. I don't really want their opinion unless I can't look at the surf or if I trust this person and know where they set their expectations. If they say it's all time, it's amazing, I get hyped up. And if they say, yeah, there's barrels, people are doing this, people are doing that. I'm like, hell yeah, that's going to be me. I've already set myself up for failure or I've put pressure on myself. If they say it just looks fun, that looks like so many different things to me in my head and I love that it's just yeah it looks fun let's go like I I don't know what I'm gonna do yet like I could just take off on the wave and that can be fun I can do a cut back I can get barreled it doesn't matter it's just fun is fun so I don't have an expectation of what to expect yet I just sit there and think yeah it's gonna be fun let's try and go that's what I prefer and still you can set expectations of that so that's why we gotta be so careful so when it's fun, it can be knee high, log waves, it can be head high, overhead, it really doesn't matter. All that matters is fun. Just remember that. So if we get to the beach and we get skunked, the winds are switched, the tides are wrong, we're really in a bad mental state and we're just going to sit there and think like, ugh, this is a waste of time. If that's how we rock up to the beach, we're going to have a bad surf. We've expected something and now we've put ourselves in a bad position. But sometimes we can also flip that. So there's, there's fine lines to this. When the waves are perfect and we think I'm going to go get a sick wave, the wave of my life, this or that, if, if that doesn't happen, you're only going to come in frustrated. So you really got to control what you expect from the surf so that you can allow yourself to just be in the moment. You need to look at the wave, see what's happening, respond to it, not what you say you're going to do. If you say the wave's going to barrel and it doesn't, you're going to come in thinking crap man I can't surf I need to give this thing up if that wave's going to barrel and you race down the line you then go why didn't I get barreled like it's reading the waves the most important part which comes with time the second one of these is the expectations of our equipment and this 
I think is the worst. It's that now that I bought this high performance board with its Hyperflex 2000, this and that bull crap, and it's got this sick design and it's got a sick flame spray, I'm gonna rip. And all of a sudden my bad surfing will change and I'm a new surfer. It doesn't happen this way. I guarantee you if you bought a new board, the first couple surfs suck. You're trying to figure this thing out. It's happened to me. It's happened to everyone. You get on a new board and you're like, whoa, you don't know how to use it properly. You set some expectations and that first surf sucks. Rather than going out just being like, I'm just going to learn how this thing is. And the other side of this is that the board may be designed to move that way and allow high-performance surfing. But if your ocean awareness, your knowledge, your mental calmness and your body all function at a low-performance level, that board is just going to highlight all of those problems. And then this results in surfers blaming their own equipment. Oh, this board doesn't turn well. It can't create speed. It just feels wrong. It's stiff. But they're missing the point that they've set the wrong expectations and they don't know how to actually surf the board. And they're using it wrong and it's amplifying their bad habits and their bad movements. To really explain this, I want to just give a, an explanation and an example of me. So when I first landed in Oz, I borrowed boards from Clay. Now, Clay and I are similar weight, size. It's fantastic for me that I can borrow pretty much any board of his and it's roughly designed for me um, and suitable for me. So I took a couple boards and one of them was a twin fin. I'd never ridden it. It's got this big double V all the way through it and I took it to a small point break because on the day the waves were small, slow, my partner had the longboard and I was like, I just want something that's going to help me catch waves. It was the wrong board for that day. I came back to Clay and he asked me how I liked it. And I just said, I surfed it so wrong but on the wrong wave. I wanted it to be on rail with, it's got this double V and it wants to be put on rail. That's the point of a double V and it, it's easier on double, when it's on being on rail and the twin fin you want to be going from rail to rail. It didn't want to be flat, sitting on a slow point break, waiting for the wave to stand up so I could do a turn. Wrong board, wrong expectations that this was the better pick. I had the choice between a short board and this. I should have taken the short board. Instead I went, oh, I'll take more foam and volume and I paid the price expecting the wrong thing from it. The difference is I owned my shit. And when I came back to Clay, I said, I just did the wrong things with it. I didn't, didn't think, just ran out and went, yep, great. So the next surf, I took it out and I just went, right, rail to rail. Lower my expectations and just chill. It's a night and day difference when I can slow myself down and just go, this is what this board needs to do. This is what I should expect from it. Now, how do I match that to what the waves are doing? And I came away from that surf being like, this board's not a piece of crap. I love it. This is great. Let's go. The final expectation is the hardest one. It's the one that hurts the most. So when we expect ourselves to surf a certain way or move a certain way and we don't, we've been practicing on land, on skateboards, and we've got it. We get to the water and nothing clicks. Why? Why can't I do this? There's explanations for that and sometimes it's to do with where you are in freeze fight or flight 
and how you respond to the situation. Are you reading the wave? Are you, where's your ocean IQ? Can you put yourself in the right place? What's your knowledge at? Do you actually know how to move? Are you calm? Can you move your body? This is a long thing, will be explained in a future podcast, but it's a lot of stuff in there. But it sets up this expectation of, we'll get it the first time in the water or very quickly after trying in the water. And it takes time. You gotta slow it down, find the small wins rather than think we can go from zero to hero. Or it's like, oh, I've been able to do this before and I've done it a couple of times. Why am I running hot and cold? Why can't I do it today? And it kind of makes us stress and push harder instead of relaxing. And the thing is we just need to relax and respond to the conditions rather than force ourselves to try and do something. Anytime I've ever tried to force a barrel, it's not worked. Anytime I've just been in the moment, let it happen, put myself in the right position, it happens. Like that's what it comes down to. It's a similar thing with turns. Put yourself in the right position, create the space and time to make it happen. When I force myself and expect myself to do anything, it goes really bad. It's kind of like here, lights, cameras, friends, everyone else is now standing around watching me. It's not going to happen. I've now got an expectation that I need to perform. So the other side of this is also when the conditions are firing and we think we're going to rip. If our surfing is total crap, we go hot and cold, we come in thinking, I surf so much better than that, why couldn't I link it together today? So we've got to flow and relax, like I was just saying. If we try to move our bodies and expect high results, we usually end up trying too hard and fail. So it's how we manage ourselves. You want to surf exerting less effort. You want to be lazy. You want to do a turn with the least amount of effort from you so that you can do the turn the best. It feels better when you do less. That's a whole other conversation which should be coming up very soon because that's been something that happened yesterday with someone that they did an amazing turn and they were like, oh, that felt like crap. And I'm like, that looked like amazing. They're like, yeah, but I didn't feel this. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Going on a tangent, I'm going to stop. I'll leave that for another podcast. So these expectations are negatively going to affect your surfing. And they're forcing us to try too hard, surf the wrong way, or pushing us towards a way of surfing that doesn't match the conditions or our skill. If we aim high, we can only go down. It will either be like, yeah, I surfed okay, or I sucked, and you get frustrated. So expectations don't have to be all doom and gloom. We can use expectations in our favor. And by setting expectations low, finding the small wins, working on one small thing, we set positive expectations. It's not about the whole experience. Those small wins let you find success, and anything else is a win after that. And it can be celebrated. It's more than you expected. So therefore you come in going, yeah, I thought I'd get two waves and I got 10. Do you see how that happens? Like it's, it's so, the way we think about things is so detrimental or uh, self-fulfilling that we can either come in negative or happy. So set it up that you can be happy. The other side of this is that we go out expecting a really bad surf and it's like, let's just get wet. And suddenly our mind isn't stuck in this process of forcing us to try becomes just let what happens happen and whatever that is is sick because I thought nothing would happen so to give you an example of how expectations can work in our favor and against Clay and I went to Crumman Alley on Easter Sunday it was like three o'clock in the afternoon 
we were just like, we didn't think we were going to go surfing that day. We're like, the crowds are too busy, whatever. I sat around looking at the cams and started showing him and he was like, dude, it's pumping. Like, let's, let's go. Like, what are we doing sitting around here? Let's, let's go do something. We went to Crombinale with some expectations. Clay got a brand new board that he'd shaped, painted it, this bright orange with camouflage. And I'm like, that's a bit, is that not against the, like the idea of camouflage? Anyways, it's Clay loves his bright colors. So it's, it's peak Clay. So he's got a new board. He wants to surf it. He's got an expectation already. I went out with the wrong expectation. I went out going, ah, Clay, we've been working on this. I'm going to go work on my turns today. It was low tide, jumped off the rocks, first wave in, got barreled. I didn't expect it. I just responded to what was going on. Fantastic. Like I just dropped into the wave, had no expectation of what was going to happen. And I was able to respond to what was there. Second wave took off. And I tried to force it. I expected a barrel again. Didn't get barreled, just ended up eating crap. Third wave, I reset my expectations and I'm like, cool, whatever happens, happens. Like I'm having a great surf, got barreled again. So that first, I guess, if you've never surfed Corominale, you end up doing laps because it's a long point break. You've then got to go to the other beach, swim across the river, jump back out. That first lap was amazing. I didn't have an expectation of getting barreled. So I got barreled. I set myself up to respond to what was happening in the ocean. Clay's first lap went very similar where he had this new board and wanted to try it, but didn't set a lot of expectations. So when I caught up with him after the surf, he was like, first lap was great. I did this, I did that. I had so much fun. Both him and I, after our first laps of the point break, then set an expectation for our second lap. We then went, I got barreled twice on three waves doing this point break and now I'm running up again and I'm going to get barreled again. That is the wrong expectation. And if you're trying to figure out what happened, I couldn't get barreled, I couldn't catch waves to save my life. I got completely skunked. I went from having one of the best surfs to having one of the worst surfs. Because I didn't own my shit. I didn't control my expectations. I didn't respond to what the waves were doing. The tide had changed and I'm sitting there and go, 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 make it happen instead of responding to the wave. Clay, similar thing. He then tried to surf his board differently, tried to force everything. And both of us sat there, but just been like, ugh. So we ended up paddling in after that second. Both went back to the car and we're like, great surf at the start, second lap. I shouldn't have done it. I should have just called it a day because it was not fun. And that was a horrible surf at the end. So if you're looking for the takeaways from that story, it's I set myself up with one expectation. And as soon as I got into the surf, I had to drop it. And by dropping that expectation and just responding to what was there, I could get barreled in those in that situation, in that surf. Then I opened myself up to that experience and my expectations were so low that I was allowing myself to do it. I wasn't trying too hard. I wasn't forcing myself. I wasn't stressed. Similar with Clay. The second lap was all about high expectations and we couldn't do anything right to save ourselves. Didn't get barreled, didn't find the right waves, didn't find the right sections, just deer in the headlights. It's like we got hit with a stupid stick. So 
from all of that and everything else I've outlined about the conditions, your board and your body, if you want to have a takeaway from this, you've got to find the right state of mind and you can set this up before each surf. And some of that is about ignoring the forecasts. What others say, matching the right board for the right waves, expecting little of ourselves, calming the mind and finding those small wins. This final thing leads on to next week's podcast, which is about owning your own shit. Excuses get us nowhere. They make us feel okay when we say it, but you walk away not feeling any better. So it's dropping the ego, dropping the expectations and just allowing us to respond to what's there. So that'll be next week's episode. So to give you an understanding of why next week's episode needs to be on ego is because it's one of the biggest things holding us back. If we don't, if our ego is not in a good position, we're not ready to improve or coach. We're finding excuses to explain the things that we're doing wrong rather than being open to change. So it's a big one super important we've got to kind of drop the ego and leave it on the sand so that'll be all of next week's episode if you've been loving these podcasts it would mean the world to us at Ombi if you share them with a friend leave a review wherever it is and if you want to give some episode suggestions I still want to do listener mail I will probably put a request up for that on the community platform if you haven't joined the community platform it's where you can interact with the Ombi community because someone knows something that you don't know. You only know what you know and community learning is amazing. You can meet up other surfers, everything's there. And then it also includes our programs. It's kind of a way to detox from Facebook. And if you want to connect with Ombi, everything's there in one place. If you'd like to join the community, it's completely free. You can do it in the link at the bottom, which will also take you to the free Ombi Method program, which is also the Ombi Method ebook PDF is included in that program, which is a lot of clays and our training wrapped up into one document, which is a ton of information. So that's all free. You can do it there. Otherwise, community.ombi.co. Otherwise, I'll see you next week.